There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KVJ, get your skate every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Yeah, hello and welcome to the KVJ After the Show podcast. Welcome to Tuesday. Hello, Kevin. Hello, hello. How the hell are you? I'm doing all right. I got, I got a big meeting with you, Kevin Ralston, today. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get, get, to go his, ideas. get to go into his office. Yeah. And try to figure out what other kids we could kill off in YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> no kids are safe. No, they're not. We're going to take them all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Fat Kevin videos up on our YouTube if you're on there watching us right now, you can go check that out. Good luck trying to find it. Some people said they could find it right away, and then other people go, I can't find this thing anywhere. Damn. Yeah, you, YouTube uh, didn't like it. At first, Jaybird thought I had uh, disabled the comments, possibly, so <laughs> people would be ragging on my fat, portly appearance. But you're not sensitive like no, that. No. Like you, you don't. You have very, very thick skin. And yeah. you're self-aware. You know, you were fat, and now you're not. Now you care, and then you didn't realize. Oh, I got so so some because I put it up on other social media platforms, and somebody sent me a long email. Did he really? Oh yes, <laughs> about how first of all, Kevin was not fat. The joke doesn't even work because Kevin wasn't fat. He was fat. And second of all. It's not the olden times. The, the fat jokes aren't funny anymore, and fat's the new. I'm like, it was long. Can't do it anymore. It was huh? shaming. Yeah, it okay. was. I was. I was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that one. <laughs> I agreed. Sometimes y'all write me a hate letter. I agree with it. <laughs> like you're right. I suck, and I'm a dick. You're right. Making no changes. <laughs> well, that's, that, there's that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, some emails that we got today. Steven said, I was listening to yesterday's show and hearing Virginia's story that started with four shots of tequila. It got me thinking of a great new entertaining idea. If you missed the story yesterday, Virginia was at dinner. Four tequila shots were brought to the table. Nobody else wanted it. So, of course, Virginia's not going to let it go to waste. I can't waste perfectly good tequila. And it was mm. chilled. Oh, wow. They brought it chilled. Did they say, well, do you know what kind it was? I do. It's not my favorite. But I, I, I don't want to talk bad about it. But it was Patron. Okay, so you didn't even love it. You still knocked it down. Oh, come on. That's She's impressive. a seasoned alcoholic, dog. Yeah. <laughs> they turn down drinks. So impressive. <laughs> it wasn't well tequila, which I might have turned down. Well, that's a headache in a bottle right there. Thank Anytime you. you do well mm. anything, you know you're getting kicked right in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Said, uh, first off, those that hate on the show for y'all's talk of alcohol and Virginia's alcohol problems can suck it. Those uh, elements create a lot of fun, like Jaybird's dancing for KBJ TV and Virginia storytelling. But it'd be a great listen if you guys did a fact or fiction with facts on alcohol. With Bird as the contestant, for every answer he provides that is wrong, he takes a shot of tequila. It'd be entertaining. And if Jaybird gets several wrong, the aftermath would also be entertaining. Probably best for a Friday show. Don't back down from the challenge. Sign Bigfoot is real. Sign enabling Edna. <laughs> <laughs> I love that girl. 
Pushing more on you. <laughs> I love it. I, I like I like when people stick up. It's nice. Thank and we you. love fun ideas and drinking games. So thank you. Another idea from William said, I was going through some of your old bits on YouTube, and I saw the one where you had to put your hand in front of an animal to see if it would bite you. You'll definitely need to be doing that one again. That was called Will It Bite? That was a lot of fun. Absolutely, and some will. Yeah. There are friends over at Bush Wildlife are in the middle of trying to transition to their new location, which will be out in Jupiter Farms. Mm -hmm. They're still at the old location, and they're still fundraising. So, you know, if you've got a little extra scratch, I know Bush Wildlife would really appreciate. They are the reason we are able to do Will It Bite. Yeah, and uh, maybe we can bring them in again sometime soon. It's been several years since we did that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a very peaceful place, too. They help mm-hmm. animals. I, I just love it. Me, too. And I, Amy, who runs the show over there, is such a sweet, wonderful human. She mm-hmm. really loves animals. Yeah, she does. And they've been a lot of fun on the show. Yeah, oh my gosh. For years. We're talking decades now. Decades, mm-hmm. yeah. Because we old. Yeah. Yeah, she was like a an a, a helper. She worked there when she was really young. Yeah. And then David. she got she was David's helper and then she graduated and graduated and got like higher titles and now she runs the whole thing. I'm so proud of her. Mm-hmm. She's doing good. Therese, our ride or die in Pompano. Said during the 16-week Christmas break while y'all were off, <laughs> my kids were home, making sure I would either wind up in a rubber room or alcohol rehab. <laughs> I had a chance to binge a lot of old podcasts to stay sane, and I came across one where Kevin, you, and the Mexican Queen Kim required that all of your kids obtain a degree of some kind in order for them to receive, quote, compensation within the coming years. That's as delicate as I could phrase it without sounding gauche. And y'all's next ask the show or ask us anything. Can you update us on whether that rule still stands now that Caitlin's podcasts have successfully taken off? Um, yeah, I, I will tell you. Uh, I'll break it down right now. I'll cur. Tell us. I will. Uh, yeah, that was more of a, a queen type of rule that she had. I don't share the same affinity as, for education as she does I am more about learn the skills that you need to be able to make money and try to find what you're passionate about and let your passions when you're passionate about something you want to learn everything you can about it that's how you get good I don't believe that traditional educations are always the way to go for some people that start off with a hundred thousand dollars in school debt and a job where they can make twenty thousand for the first 15 years of their life that just doesn't add up to me mathematically. So she holds on to that more than I do. So that was her rule, not mine. I think over the years, I've worn her down a bit on that. Okay. I think she sees it a little bit differently now. And I would much rather have somebody be in a profession they love than in a profession they hate just because they went to school for it. And I don't know where my son Colin is. His passions seem to be taking him into distilling. Of alcohol, he's working at a distillery in Nashville. And this is a dude that's got an a, a very nice degree in chemical engineering, and uh, he's put three years in at Georgia Tech into that. 
I don't know if he's going to stay with that or not. So the next level after his bachelor's in chemical engineering is a master's? It's a combo master's doctorate. It's a five-year program. He's done three of the five years. So wow. he would be, I guess, past the equivalent of a master's, and now he'd be encroaching on his doctorate. And is he completely not in school? Don't know necessarily what's going on. I know he's in Nashville, but it was uh, a year where he could go anywhere he wanted, and he didn't have to be in Atlanta to do his uh, lab work that he was doing at Georgia Tech. And so I don't know if he's still in the school thing or not. I think he was getting really burnt on it. Yeah. And uh, I get it. You know, he had, he had done seven straight years of chemical engineering. And I think it was Georgia Tech was really a grind. In fact, I, I think he was saying that it was a bigger leap going from the University of Michigan to Georgia Tech than it was from high school to Michigan. Wow. Sometimes, too, you're, you know, keep in mind your, your interests change some sure. when you get older. Yeah. You may have been into one thing when you were 17 or 18. Right. And now you're approaching your mid-20s or your yeah. late 20s or whatever. Yeah. Things can change. Your passions can change. You're allowed to change. You are allowed mm-hmm. to change. You can be whatever you want to be. And just because you started in chemical engineering doesn't mean you have to stay in it. I think your right. advice is right. Chase, you're happy. Oh, it, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. I, honestly, I yeah. think your advice is a billion percent right. Since I've known you, when I first mm-hmm. met you, you've always talked about passion is what drives things. And yeah. I, that's, I, I completely believe that too. I think yeah. if you're passionate about something, you, you do, you get yourself in a place where you want to win. You mm. know about that world. Yeah. He's got a passion and it's soul cleansing because look, I, I've experienced burnout. I know what that's all about, man. Even something that I love doing, you can still get burnt out you on can. it. Sure. And so for him, he may just have burnout. He just may need to cleanse his soul and step away for a while. And however long that is, you know, it's all good. I mean, he's still, it all comes down to it. He's still got seven years at pretty good universities doing chemical engineering. So and, if he ever got that itch again, you could do it. And he's a level-headed cat, man. Yeah. You know, take It'll a year right. off. Take two years off. It, you know, Vienna awaits you. He is not like his mama and sister either. He's more like me. He is not a label whore. He doesn't care what he drives, what he wears, where he lives. That kind of stuff doesn't mean anything to him. That's an asset right there. Absolutely. So he doesn't need to have a lot of wealth. Now, his sister would disagree because she needs a flow of income because she is a label whore, and somebody's got to pay for it. She's hoping her brother will. <laughs> so she's going to be very disappointed if he doesn't pursue the higher income, so chemical <laughs> engineering. So, But that's something she'll have to deal with. And her, she is getting ready to finish up. She will have uh, like a teaching, I guess, certificate degree or whatever. She can do that. But I think after she started helping my wife a little bit with teaching, she realized that sucks. And I don't think she's really uh, too passionate about that. And so she, oddly enough, I don't know why, all of a sudden got the kick to, I think it's because she started doing TikTok. She liked that. And she got the kick to do the podcasting. So I said, of course, I'll help you out. So She's scratching that itch right now to see where that goes. We uh, signed her at Sasquatch Recordings to do another podcast there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. she's done her first three. She dropped the first two. Uh, if you want to go check those out, I was on that. I did the first three with her, and the next one's dropping. They drop on Sundays. And there's stories about what's going on in her life. It's Basic Boca Bitch is the name of it, and it's just stories, um, you know, because she was doing some interesting, entertaining stuff, partying there. I know the older people hate it. If you don't like what <laughs> young people do in their early 20s, going out and hitting the bars and drinking a lot, you're going to absolutely hate it. So uh, it's probably not for a lot of you. Well, there's a lot of there. old people that hate our, our show anyway, too. <laughs> they, they hate our show as well. They hate listening. And I, 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 those numbers count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what uh, she's doing. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that uh, – uh, that still stands where anybody has to get a college degree 
uh, for that. In fact, my son, you know, can, I'm trying to figure out with him what he's going to do and I'm trying to help him out. He's amazing. Everybody's got a gift. You got to just find with your kids what their gift is and help guide them. And he has an amazing math mind and he can work through things and see things. I saw him play his brother, Colin, who obviously is very smart and Mensa and all that stuff. They were playing chess and Colin was on a chess team and took years of classes on how to do chess. Cannon sat down and whooped his ass and Colin about came over the table and st- like, I thought he was going to punch him. I thought he was going to break him up because <laughs> he couldn't believe that he beat him. Cannon has got a mind like that, that he can work that kind of stuff out. Wow. Look at you. Um, he's got that and he loves sports and he doesn't have a lot of drive. Like he's the kind of kid you have to almost take a cattle prod to get him to do anything. <laughs> I think that's child abuse. Yeah. So I haven't done the cattle prod yet. Um, but I think I'm going to try to help him into getting it like sports and statistics. I think he would be great at, so he loves doing all that stuff anyway. So that's where I think I'm going to guide him. Okay. And you don't have to go to college for that. Which just save me a hell of a lot of money. I love it. Yeah. I'm into saving a lot of money. <laughs> I, I finally paid off all my college in my forties. I mean, it does. It kicks you right in the dick. If, you, me- took, if you took out loans. I you- remember I, I think I heard Barack Obama was 50 when he paid his off and the guy was the freaking president. Damn. 50? Something like that. It was something ridiculous. I think it was Obama. It was somebody like that that you'd be like, wow, I mean, if it took them that long to pay them off, what the hell are we doing? And what's crazy is my loans was not really – I finally graduated from FAU, and I told you all how I went to that Northwood University, and it was a private school, and it was a fuck ton of money, and none of those credits transferred. I was paying off a lot of that still from that school that – didn't even count. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks so hard. <laughs> That's why I think I think a lot of education, higher education in America is a racket. And uh, I think that there are things in jobs, professions, you have to have it. And it can be good. But don't just mindlessly say after high school, I'm going to walk into college and start throwing somebody a lot of money when I have no idea where I'm going in life. I don't know if that's necessarily it. My wife always thought, well, you have to go that route because it helps you become an adult. There are other ways that you can learn to become a, an adult without going to a college. Yeah, like going out and getting a job and starting a <laughs> career. Which yeah. I, I know a lot of people that did that. Yeah, Look, there's not one way for everybody. Everyone's got to find their way yeah. and do it how they they can do it. Find your happy, though. Chase that happy. Chase the passion. Chase something that you'll be excited to do every day. You don't want to think about getting up every day and being sad because you hate your job. It is true. But here's the problem that I think some people, sometimes people don't know what their passion is. And that's a scary thing for people. I think we're lucky. If you know if you what you what you love to do, I think that's a lucky thing. And not everyone has that. Some people are trying to figure that out. I think you need to spend some time with yourself. If you can't figure out what makes you happy, then you need to go see a therapist and start figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Seriously, because there is nothing more important than self-care and self-preservation, and that starts at making yourself happy. Sure. Well, I think sometimes people think they, they can't make a living off the things that make them happy. And what you were saying earlier, I think we live in a time now where you can do that. If, if, you, if you can figure out a way, there is a way to make a living on, on doing things you love to do. Totally. Yeah, more now mm-hmm. than ever. Yeah. Totally. I'm, I'm always bagging on the internet, but the, the, the internet, that's where I, I would speak up for the internet. You know, you can do a lot Social of things. Social media has helped so many small businesses. And it's also mm. torn down nations. 
Let's focus on the positive, I'm, you dick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's hard to look at you because you have I hate fat kids written on your forehead. Oh, I know. I got a man, but my hair looks like who did it and ran. I didn't know I was going to have a hair day today. <laughs> <laughs> She's limping. Yeah, I'm getting quite the weird looks. Because not everyone knows what's going on in, in, in this building with right. our show. When you see a guy in a man bun with the words, I hate fat kids written across his forehead, you're like, gosh, that's intense. Not a lot that's of people think, a lot. Most people don't think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the people that do are my friends. <laughs> people that do are sick. Are the ones I work with. <laughs> in this room, I should. <laughs> hey, Jay Bird, I love Bud's Chicken and Seafood. I had some over the weekend. They have such delicious French fries. When you go to Bud's, make sure you dip them in one of their many of great sauces that they have. They got from honey mustard to barbecue to, of course, the bird sauce. So delicious. They got buffalo wings. They got shrimp. They got fish. They got everything you need over there at Bud's Chicken and Seafood. Hit up their website, budschicken.com. You can order online now, Bud's Chicken and Seafood. They are so delicious. Let me see a movie recommendation here. It says, I recommend the documentary Wildcat on Amazon Prime Video. It is focused on Harry Turner, who is an English soldier who is deployed to Afghanistan. He ends his tour back home with his parents with PTSD and depression, and he decides that it's best for him to leave everything behind and travel to the Amazonian rainforest in Peru. He finds purpose in a wildlife conservatory with an orphan ocelot named Khan. It is a deep dive into animal conservation and mental health issues, but with a very happy ending. That sounds great. And that's uh, another person. It just, you never know, man. You never know where you're going to find your purpose in life. But if you're broken, Mm -hmm. don't stop trying to fix it. If you haven't found your purpose, don't stop hunting. Don't stop chasing happy. Even if you got to do that ayahuasca, even if you got to lick that frog venom whatever you got to do to open it up for yourself and be the happy person that you deserve to be regardless of your past we all deserve to be happy do you get do you see on the radio forums a lot kev with the other morning shows promoting ayahuasca on the air no no <laughs> or licking toad? i'm gonna go into mushrooms toad venom ayahuasca you're gonna do all that no if not it's the not same for night, me. Bro, it's too much. It's not for me. Say, that's gonna be one hell of a Friday. <laughs> you would have to get a fucking trank dart to to get her out, to knock her out. You would be a maniac if you did all that in a night. I don't need it. If I was in a broken place though, and I needed it, I would totally do it. If I was in a place where I couldn't find my happy, I would totally do all that shit, all of it. Okay. You jump right in, huh? Yep, I would. Because I think self-care and I think therapy and I think self-preservation and happiness are the most important parts of your life that are far too often overlooked. Mm-hmm. Let's say we were all taking, we, we, we go on some trip and we're, we're, we're taking hostage and we're out in some kind of a prairie and you think you might probably, the, the, we have 10 days that we've been on with, with these hostages and, and these terrorists. And are we, we in th- a little house we, we all on think, this prairie? We all think we're going to get it. And all of a sudden, someone goes, hey, man, I know you guys have some anxiety. Do you guys want to lick this toad, see if it gets you high? Would you do that at that time? Because you have so much anxiety and you figure, ah, I'm going to die in 10 days anyway. Let me go ahead and lick this toad and, and, and see what this is about. 
Or do you say, no, fuck that, I'm not doing that? I, no, I'm not licking the toad. When I think death is impending, like, people have talked about, like, okay, what would you have done if you were over there and when the bomb sirens went off and they told you nukes are coming in in 30 minutes? Some people would, like, start drinking then or lick the toad. That's not me. Do you like- At the end, I want to be sober. I want to have all of my wits about me because if there's a chance of getting out of it, I want to be prepared to get out of it and not be drunk. We're pretty much in sudden death, so you, you know it's, it's probably going to happen. And, you know, the stress of being with these terrorists for 10 days, it's wearing mm-hmm. on you. You have a chance to, if you had a chance to drink a couple beers, you'd probably drink a couple beers, but it's not a couple beers this time. It's licking that toad. I'm not going to lick the toad. Yeah. No. I, I'm not licking the toad either. No way. Uh, my, my friend, from what he told me, from that experience of licking the toad, it fucking pulls the rug out from under you, and you have a wild ass ride oh, for that, about two hours. I couldn't. I, that that just gives me anxiety to think about. He that. loved it, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what? Your last moments to be a big fucking anxiety. No, attack. man, that'd be terrible. <laughs> what a terrible way to go. <laughs> but you drink the beers if you get them. Yeah, I'd have a beer or something like that. That's why I like alcohol because it's just enough that it. Uh, you know, knocks a little bit of the uh, angst away. Because I know some people believe they don't want to buzz. If they know they're going to die, they want to be as clear-headed as possible so when they go to the, the other side. Yeah, that's me. So you don't, if you, you have a chance to get a buzz, nope. if you know you're going to die, you want to go stone-cold sober. Yep. You too, Kev? I wouldn't say stone-cold. A slight calming would be great. <laughs> slight calming would be good for the transition. So the only time she fucking needs to drink, she doesn't drink? I know. It's, isn't that crazy? Aren't I a mystery to you? How about that, huh? It's a mystery. Yeah. I, I'm taking the buzz. I, I like to keep you guessing. But I, I, there are when George Harrison, that, that guy, broke in to try to kill him back in the day. I don't know if you guys remember that. No. A guy broke in. Uh, to George Harrison's house. The Beatle? Yeah, and was stabbing him. It w- he almost died from that. But he practices meditation and all this stuff, and he believes if you think you're dying, you let go. You want to be clear-headed when you go to the other side and kind of make it a peaceful transformation. And he started to do that a little bit when the guy was, was killing him. Mm-hmm. So to be clear-headed, to try to have that transformation, I think a lot of people do believe that. But I think oh, so- I'm going to fight. If there's somebody stabbing well, me, he up I'm not going to go, oh, peaceful transformation. Fuck that. Well, because he was losing consciousness. He, he was starting to lose. He was fighting. He was losing the fight. Mm-hmm. And then it, the guy, he didn't die. Damn. But, but he, he wanted to be clear-headed. See what I'm saying? You know, if you, if you have a couple beers, you're not clear-headed. I agree with him. If you have a couple beers, you're not clear-headed. I'm torn on that because I would like to be clear-headed. Mm-hmm. But I think the anxiety, if you know you're going to die... Like you're saying, a little bit of... I can still be clear-headed and be relaxed. I just yeah. want to be relaxed. I would have enough just so I feel a slight wave of relaxation come on because a lot of times I'm too... Eh, I need to be... Huh. Yeah, I'm not saying get sloppy drunk or anything, but just a little something to go, all right. Yeah. Come on, Grim Reaper, let's fucking tangle. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going sober, baby. Oh. Okay. Completely bone dry. All right. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Michael sent an email and said, I'm following up with the draft you had on the top voices of all time. Amy Winehouse should be on that list. She was absolutely amazing and died too soon, only putting out one album. But on that album is Back to Black, Rehab, You Know I'm No Good, and Tears Dry on Their Own. She was bringing back the jazz sound with modern-day twists. There's also a great but sad documentary about her named Amy that I'd highly recommend. I agree with you on the Amy thing. We only had so many picks, though. Fifteen, yeah. And is Amy better than Whitney? No. Is Amy better than Ariana Grande? But you know what, though? It's really hard to say better when it comes to this. It really is. It's so subjective. And I just, I I went with my heart. And I love Amy. To me, Mm. when when I see Whitney Houston perform live, and I don't even love all of Whitney Houston's shit, but what I love, I love. I can't believe how amazing her voice. I got emails or, or, or messages going, Whitney's great, but she's not the best bird. It's, it's all it's all what, what moves you. Very you know? subjective. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure, Michael, that she didn't have another album uh, that was out. She had some live albums. She had a bunch of stuff. Well, she had an album in 2003 called Frank. Back to Black came out in 2007, the one he talks about. And uh, and the album Frank in 2003, she had Stronger Than Me, which is a very solid song, and a song called Fuck Me Pumps, which is... Uh, what Kevin loves to wear every weekend. Every weekend. So that's good. In fact, I was listening to... A song that uh, she had yesterday, she did with Nas. It came out in 2011 called Like Smoke. It is a solid, awesome, chill song. If you love Amy Winehouse, that may not be on your radar. In fact, I heard that song, and I was thinking, I'm like, man, it would be awesome to be able to do a show where we bring out songs that maybe aren't in higher rotation that you may not know about, pulling out a couple gems that we all love. And uh, sitting around just kind of having some beers and all talking about music. And then where you're able to play it. And I think we could do that on Spotify because I think you're allowed to put conversation around actual music tracks. And it all depends. You can do that on YouTube, but it depends on the kind of song. YouTube's so finicky. It'll say yeah. that song can. You can't right. do that you song. You got to have a list. Yeah, we have a list on that. So, yeah, that would be uh, that'd be kind of cool. Nurse Schmidt said, so you mean play better music, Kev? Yes, we're all here for that. No, I don't. <laughs> I just mean different music than the regular RMF hits. It would just be <laughs> a little bit of a deeper look into our own personal choices and selections. I love that. I love talking music. I know sometimes I people go, oh, the music. Well, I, I love it. I just, there's one thing to me. Uh, you talk about the reason why people love social media is you're scrolling forever. And you're like, why do I keep doing this? It's because you get one hit of something that you love. And they found that it's an endorphin spike in your brain. There are different things that give you that rush and it's a joy. And it's kind of like in golf. If you hit a great shot in golf, they always joke. They're like, why do I keep freaking golfing? Cause you hit one shot. That's amazing. 
and you have the pleasure section of the brain get this rush of endorphin. I can do it again. And then you keep chasing through all the misery for that one high again. It's like people love heroin. Or They're orgasm. always chasing that first high, whatever it might be. What if we combine the three? You have to golf, get orgasms, and do heroin at the same time. Gosh, it'd oh be God. fun to watch. For some people, I wouldn't want to do it, but I'd love to watch somebody doing it. For somebody <laughs> who loves all three, there's yeah. the golf tournament we tuned Best into. Day ever. They would explode with pure pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be it'd be rough. It'd be amazing. <laughs> so for me, I get that endorphin rush when I find a song that is really good and I haven't heard it before. Yes, and that doesn't and always like, happen. That's so cool. Yeah, like I found one last week. I was just sitting at the hair club, and I'm like, what song is this? And I have that little scan thing that tells me what it is, and I found this band. A little bit more of kind of like a chill, but that works in my chill playlist. It I'm was like, called R.I.P. Fat Kevin, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that is a jam too, though. I uh, Same thing happened to me at Home Goods. I was at Home Goods looking for a little rug. And yeah. this song came on. I never heard it before, and I instantly liked it. Yeah, and I downloaded I that. Isn't that great? I, I, I loved what it. What was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to ask me. And then what I'm, was yours, Kevin? I would have to take a look on mine as well. All right. Because because uh, people remember. like when y'all give them new music. They do ah, like that. Do they? Uh, some people like it. Nurse Schmidt, probably not, but maybe some other people. No, Nurse Nurse Schmidt's kind. She's very nice. Mine was a song called Slipping Away by a band called Leisure. Okay. And it kind of fits into the um, category they have, which is kind of like chill out music, but I like it. It was kind of a cool hipster kind of song. Mine is such a... uh, it's not a typical song I would like. It's kind. Of, it's called uh, "Took a Minute" by Molly Birch. Okay. I don't know. Okay. It's a little toe tapper for me. I'll try it out. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't think the people are gonna like it. It's very. <laughs> it's very pop and very bubblegummy. Okay. I, I don't know. I'll dabble in that. Chicks will dig it. Why not? Chicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got a question here from Linda. Can we get an update on how Virginia likes her face after the face? threads would she do it again saggy face over here needs to know <laughs> i think i want to do it again <laughs> but i think i need bigger threads so i can see a subtle difference but i don't think the difference is drastic enough i want thicker threads oh. and i know they make them in different sizes but i will tell you this when you first get them put in, it's kind of a weird sensation because you can feel that. I can't do this, Kevin. And if you if they hit a nerve, Kevin, I got I got to tell you, you can get a Kevin. sharp pain in your face. It goes away. You have control, Kevin. <laughs> I can't. I can't do. I cannot fucking do neck and meat pockets again. Or whatever you say, you call saggy face. I can't do this, saggy saggy face. Who email? This is. No. Oh, but you'll talk about your saggy balls. You have saggy privilege. Oh, whatever. You bring out my saggy balls. <laughs> I always change the subject, and I never talk that long. And you talk about meat. Th- the word thread with face. It's, yeah. And, and meat <laughs> makes me want, it almost makes me want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the door, asshole. <laughs> Go in the hall. With your I hate fat kids written across your forehead. <laughs> You'll be back in here real quick. I will. There's nowhere to run. I got meat threads in here. You need the safety of meat threads. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
Well, our team certainly knows a thing or two about vodka drinking, and we love Atoll Vodka. I tell everybody, just try it. It's a crisp citrus finish, and it's a delicious vodka, and it's local, and they give back a portion of proceeds to autism charities. It's a great group of people that you're going to love supporting, and you'll really enjoy this vodka. Go online and get it for yourself today, Atoll Vodka. You can grab it at Nash and Gray. Is there anything with it? Are you a strong proponent of it? And would you recommend it to others? Yes and yes. But I would just tell you, you know, go a little bit bigger than I went. And you would have to ask my girl Crystal at Aqua what I did and maybe ask for a little bit, a little bit more than I got because mine is too subtle. Okay. Do you think it's too subtle? Yeah, I want more. So what would you, if you did more, what would you do? I'm being, I'm, I'm being honest. Are you set me up for a no, snore? I only snore with reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> I want thicker threads because I think the thicker thread. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Where on your, what are you not happy with on your face? Around my mouth. I've started to get a lot of lines. I'm a very expressive person. I laugh hard. I smile big. I talk big. I make all these weird fucking faces. And so when you do that, you stretch out your face, and now I have a lot of lines from it. Do you ever notice her lines? No, not, never, not once. Never. Ne- uh, seriously, I'm, I'm not even... I'm, Tell me more. No, I'm kind of... I don't know. I'm, I'm annoyed, <laughs> but, I'm try- and, but I'm also being nice. It's You've weird. never noticed my lines, Kevin? I, I think most of the time... We notice our own imperfections the most. Oh, absolutely. Unless you go on I, social media and read enough, they'll they'll <laughs> fucking find everything. And they'll they'll know what to say. But yeah, I don't notice lines on you. But, wow. Mm. I mean, this is good news. I'm, what, what, what the fuck I'm just going to sit over here and glow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm asking Kevin. Kevin would be honest. I'm not trying to kiss yeah. your ass. I just think some you got to be careful with the face, dog, is all I'm saying. I agree. You do have to be careful with the face. And, you know, the fillers, I'm going to tell you this right now. Not a fan. Especially the cheeks and the eyes. I think you can go too big on these fillers and make yourself look like a, 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 an inflated cat person. I don't like the way it looks in the cheeks and eyes when you do too much. Okay. But, but the threads, I saw a girl that took out all her fillers and did threads instead, and it looks so good because the fillers, I don't think, is where it is the answer in the upper part of the face. Okay. That's where you go. I just wish you would love yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do, but I'm also self-aware. You know, I'm going to be 50 this year. Kevin will be 51st. I'd like to point that out. Bye, month. And when you turn 50, it's a big thing psychologically, but I also see the changes in my skin. I'm self-aware. And if there's things I can do to feel a little bit better about my skin, I'm going to fucking do them unapologetically. Look at that. I think you both look sensational. (laughs) You can tell somebody's lying by how they stutter. Yeah, you couldn't get it out. I think y'all look sensational. (laughs) I really do, though. I think you do. Well, an interesting email here titled How Not to Piss says, uh, Yo, KBJ, I had a discussion with my friends about how guys should piss. Well, as you know, mostly 80% of guys, when taking a piss, they grab their dick, so the piss won't go everywhere. But I noticed and I come to a conclusion that almost every guy takes a piss and then washes their hands. Shouldn't it be wash your hands first, then go grab your dick and piss, not grab your dick with your dirty hands, 
Let's touch everything and then wash your hands. Now their dicks are dirty as well. Yeah, me and Denny's talk about this a lot, actually. The the way we do it, you, you got you, yeah, it's really kind of a weird way to do it. You're touching everything, then you touch your dick. It's kind of odd. Said, I understand if you piss on your hands, okay, wash your hands. But if your dick is clean, why do you guys need to wash your hands after pissing? Can you put up a scale and see how many guys wash their hands before grabbing it? You grab the public door. If you're, I you're, if I had to grab my clam every time I had to pee, I would have to wash my hands before I grab my clam because your hands are filthy. Yes. You should not be touching your pink parts with dirty hands. Now, luckily, I, I'm not digging around in my clam when I have to pee. But, but you don't touch your clam at all when you're peeing? You don't, no. You, you don't even nick a lip? Never. Really? Never. On purpose. I, I, I think when I wipe with toilet paper... I probably use more toilet paper than I should because I want to make sure there's a big barrier between my hand and my clam. Kev, are you shocked about this? I don't know if I'm stunned, but, you know, it's uh, all an interesting revelation. I mean, I can make you a video. No, but I'm, the majority of the, the ladies of the chat room, you'd say majority of them, they never, ever touch their clam? If you're doing it right, you're not touching your poussoir when huh. you're peeing, either before, during, or after. Oh, I'm talking about wiping. When you're wiping, same thing. I mean, if you do it right, you don't touch your flesh to flesh ever. Mm -hmm. I'm shocked. You learn a little <laughs> bit about the art of wiping. I'm shocked that you're shocked. Shook it. <laughs> when well, you okay, I'm just saying. When you, you wipe your bunghole, do you ever touch your skin to your bung? Wait, it seems like a trick question. Say that. Eh, say it again. Well. <laughs> The pussy and the bung are neighbors, I'm just, I'm and I look at them as the same. I also would not put my dirty hand on yeah. my bunghole. I'm just saying you have a couple. You may tell me if everyone, if all the ladies in the chat room and you included were drinking, and you guys had to go pee somewhere, and you have a nice buzz. You mean to tell me there's not going to be a finger at all hitting? Hitting any kind of... Do you think we accidentally finger ourselves when we're and wiping? And to stay there a little bit longer? <laughs> Even drunk, I would say 99% of the time, I don't touch flesh to flesh. Okay. Maybe maybe I have good balance. All I don't right, know. But, but, again, I'm just asking questions. Small hands, small clam? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Kevin doesn't seem shocked either, so clearly it's me. <laughs> I can see it, yeah. Yeah. Learn a lot here. I, I, I think I, I think I am. Dan and the Pizzle uh, want to know, do you wash your ears? He said, I remember a while back, Jaybird was asking everybody if they washed the bottom of their feet. I can't remember what V said, but Kev said he didn't because he just figured the soap on the floor of the shower was good enough. Well, I was taking a shower today, and it hit me that I never washed the outer parts of my ears. I'm sure the shampoo hits them to some extent, but I think I'm going to try to start washing them with soap, too. I know it's a weird question, but you guys specifically wash your ears. Yeah, because you have to be super careful to wash behind them. I think that's where it gets a little crusty and musty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely wash the ear. Here's the thing, though. You got, when you wash your ears, you got to make sure you dry them out really well because you'll get, you'll get funky ear with that. You have to make sure they're, you get all the suds out, everything out. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to mansplain ear cleaning. <laughs> I saw this TikTok, and I don't know if this is real, but it was this little thing that you put, like, in your ear, which I know you're not supposed to put anything in your ear, but we all put a Q-tip in there. So it's like a 
it's like a Q-tip, but it's got a camera on it. And it's, it was showing all these people on TikTok what was in their ear. Oh, wow. And all these people were like, oh, my gosh, that's in my ear. And then it was showing you how to get the funk out of your ear. And I don't know if it's real. I don't know if they just made this to, like, try to sell this product and nobody has this much funk in their ear. But I was fascinated by what was coming out of these people's ears on TikTok. It's pretty crazy when you see it. You're like, what the heck, man? I've had an ear clogged before that had to be declogged by a medical professional because I had used a Q-tip too vigorously, and then I used a pen cap. Uh-huh. It was a whole thing. But I guess we're all prone to have a bunch of crap in our ears, and it goes back far, farther than you can see. I always heard, like, too. Like, build up, and, like, it's, like, discolored. I, I always heard, too, if you do have wax in your ear, you obviously have to clean them out, but that means you have a healthy ear. Yeah, because okay. it's uh, created it's by normal. your body it's to normal. keep dirt out, yeah. It's normal, but it's still bizarre. When you saw what these people were pulling out of their ears on TikTok, I was losing my mind. Yeah. Uh, talking about cleaning uh, your foot and whatnot, Best Life had a doctor on the other day, and they were talking about places on our body that a lot of people don't pay much attention to and they do need to clean. And to your point, one of the places that this uh, professor and the Department of Family Medicine at Rowan University, he had said that, yes, you need to make sure that you are washing your ears. That is uh, one of them. Uh, a lot of people are not tending to those enough. Huh. So they said rubbing alcohol or salt water solution can be helpful to uh, clean as well uh, if you need to. Belly button was one of the places that they had mentioned. That's a good one. I forget that one a lot. And then when I finally get in there with a Q-tip, it's like got all kinds of spray tan in there. And it's like brown because the dead skin cells and the spray tan like build up in there. And then it's pretty repulsive. Right. I'll bring it in for you if we want to do what did I lick? Mm, it's pretty, e, pretty awful. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to throw up right now. Yeah. <laughs> you can use a Q-tip to clean out your belly button as uh, what is recommended. With alcohol on it. That's how I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see other things that they had said that uh, you need to look for underneath your fingernails. Yes. That uh, we're not cleaning those well enough. And also under uh, your toes. So I guess to, to your point. And, and clean your privates. And remember we had the discussion. I just It just reminded me because somebody slid in our DMs with this answer. The other day we were talking about ear hair mm-hmm. and why men have it and women don't. Mm-hmm. We got a DM from a biology teacher. Okay. And he said ear hair is on the Y chromosome. And only men have a Y chromosome, so only men get ear hair. Huh. Look at that. Okay. Okay. This show is very educational, bitches. There you go. Let me Damn. Let me introduce you to some of my family members. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Damn. Just you got Y chromosome women? I'm just kidding. I don't think I was explaining myself either about, about the vagina talk. I don't think I was. I'm getting text messages going, what the fuck are you talking about with the toilet paper? I'm not explaining myself the right way here. I'm not going to bore you again. I'll talk to you after the show. You'll talk to me after the show about my vagina? <laughs> we're gonna talk about your vagina. No, if we're going to talk about my right. vagina, I'm doing it here with witnesses. <laughs> we can get Panda. I don't want this getting back to Panda that me and you are doing sidebar pussy chat. I said it all wrong, baby. <laughs> but we'll, get, we'll make sure that Panda's on the FaceTime with us. <laughs>
Well, thank you for all the fascinating topics. You can always drop them on us. Just send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.